Hi, and welcome to your twice-weekly personal coaching fit hit from Simple Steps to Fitness. Take away practical advice from every podcast to help you lose weight, burn fat, eat right, and feel better. Each new fun and motivating fit hit now gives you the chance to grab the award-winning advice that only our paying clients were getting. Hi there everyone, it's Robin here from Simple Steps to Fitness and welcome to our latest Fit Hit podcast. Last time I talked about the true meaning of fitness and I hope you got some value from that. Today I want to talk about fat burning zones. The notion of fat burning zones has got to be one of the most misunderstood concepts and one that has wound me up as a health club owner a lot. The amount of times I've walked into my health club and somebody is sitting on an exercise bike, for example, reading a magazine and pedalling really slowly. And I'll say to them, what are you doing? And they'll say, oh, but Rob, I'm in my fat burning zone. And they'll point at a little graph on the machine. In my defence, I have to say, all of our cardiovascular equipment did have these little fancy graphs on them. And even though all of our staff were trained to the highest level in fitness instruction, there was little we could do about this. All the major brands were the same. They all had the same fat-burning zone graphs on their fancy heart rate monitors and only encouraged the users to fall for the nonsense. And that is why, across the world, so many people fail to lose weight just by doing cardio. Now, is there any science behind the idea of fat-burning zones? Yes, there is, but there is a large caveat. But let me explain it first. When we exercise, our body uses mostly carbohydrates and fats as fuel. When they're burned up, we take in oxygen and produce carbon dioxide. And the boffins can measure this gas that we release and measure it and tell us how much fat and how much carbohydrate we're burning. This is called a respiratory quotient. Okay, now, the less intense the exercise, the higher the ratio of fat burning to carbohydrate burning. Now that sounds good, doesn't it? We're burning more fat compared to carbs. And increasing the intensity means a greater percentage of calories are burned from carbs instead of fat. Now that is fact, that is science, and that is where this lower intensity fat burning zone idea does actually exist in reality. Now from that scientific explanation, you might be forgiven for thinking that you burn more total fat per session when you exercise in your fat burning zone than at a higher intensity during which there are more carbs being burned up. Well, you would be wrong. You would be very wrong. And here's why. And listen very carefully to this. You will always burn a higher number of calories when you work at a higher intensity. So the overall calories burned from fat will always be higher. Even though the, the percentage is lower. It's like me saying to you, would you rather have 50% of a thousand dollars or 1% of a million dollars? I'll give you an example, a hypothetical example with a client called Mandy. Okay, if Mandy exercises at 65% of her maximum heart rate, 
she would burn 146 calories in 30 minutes. Of those, 50%, i.e. 73 calories, would be burned up from fat. If she increased her intensity to 85% of her maximum heart rate, she would burn 206 calories. Only 40% of those would come from fat, but that would still total 82 fat calories burned, nine more than she would have burned up at the lower intensity. So even though your body uses a higher percentage of calories from fat at a lower intensity, you will still burn more overall fat at a higher intensity because you'll be burning a total, a higher total number of calories. So does that mean the fat burning zone's a myth? No. No, from a scientific basis it's not a myth. But is it a myth that you should exercise in that zone to burn the most fat or lose the most weight? Yes, a very big yes. Unless you have all the time in the world to spend exercising or you can't push yourself above 65% of your maximum heart rate, maybe just because of a medical condition, for example. Clients will come to me and say, but I don't like it, and I can't do it. Well, in that case, if that is the case, as an advanced personal trainer, I, I know too well that if you don't enjoy working at that kind of high intensity, or even a moderately high intensity, and you, you just can't do it, you're not going to you're not going to give it a try. You're not going to do it for very long, and if you do, you won't do it very often. So you won't be burning many calories from any fuel source, will you? In that case, I would say yes. You're better off working off working out at forty five minutes at sixty five percent than twenty at eighty five percent if you're never going to do it. But my simple steps to fitness top tip today has to be. If you want to lose the most weight and burn the most fat in the least amount of time, you have to boost your intensity levels. If you're not sweating, you're not working hard enough. Now we'll talk about high intensity interval training at another time and Tabata training. You'll have heard of all these things. We'll talk about them on a different day. Okay, today I just want to summarize. If you want a good workout, a short one at 20 minutes at higher intensity would be good. Better might be working for longer, say 45 minutes at moderate intensities. But the best by far would to work for 45 minutes at a higher intensity. So try and push yourself harder and you'll see that's when the magic will happen. But before I let you go, if you're absolutely terrified at the thought of this, remember if you feel that you can't manage for very long at a high intensity, please don't let that put you off. Calories are cumulative. Remember that. Calories are cumulative. You don't have to burn them all off in one workout session. Four or five minute sessions are just as good as one 20 minute session and might even be better because you can maybe work at a higher intensity in those short five minute sessions and you might burn more total calories. This is where the idea of high-intensity interval training comes in, but again, we'll talk about that in more detail later. For now, when it comes to exercise and weight loss, more is always more. The more you work out, the more calories you'll burn. Fact. 
If you want an easy way to calculate your maximum heart rate, if this is all a bit confusing, just send me a message, hit me up on Facebook, go onto our website and send me an email and I'll get straight back to you. Have you popped over to our Guaranteed Results membership site yet? Have a look, pick up our free book, Six Top Tips to Burn Fat Today, and I hope you get some value from this today. Next time, I'm going to talk to you about losing weight, specifically losing weight. But that's all for today. So from Robin at Simple Steps to Fitness, have a great day and keep smiling. Bye-bye.